This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. We're pleased to welcome Kyle Goon, who covers the Lakers, was there at Staples for Southern California News Group. Kyle, were you part of either the Rob Palinka press mess or the post game with Salty LeBron? Yeah, I was there for both. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, um, look, Amy, uh, LeBron knows that uh, people look at the, the Russell Westbrook trade and see his fingerprints on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, one thing LeBron hates more than a bad shooting night is uh, being held accountable for his, fail- his team failures. <laughs> so um, I think the lesson that LeBron has learned from last year is, you know, distance between himself and the front office. I don't think he's tried to create the impression that he is telling anyone what to do. Um, or Rob Palenka, he certainly made some strong statements about his team, uh, you know, early in the year. It's not like we have a bunch of lasers on our team. We need, we don't have shooting the other day said we don't have size, but, I think LeBron in that answer is trying to avoid the specter that he is the team's GM because uh, a lot of times that comes back to bite him. Mm. So we are not quite at the trade deadline, but certainly to get reinforcements for the Lakers, the, the biggest piece they could possibly add is Anthony Davis. What's the latest that we know about his status after, what is it, 20 games out of the lineup? Yeah, so he's, uh, you know, and I'm somewhat going off of some of the reports that, that you guys have seen from ESPN and TNT, um, that, that he's going through a morning workout and will be evaluated. Um, we've heard recently that, you know, on Saturday before the um, the Portland game that he had done some work with some teammates who, who don't play as heavy minutes. Darvin said today, you know, it was another good day for him. Um, in his development and said, you know, once he goes through morning evaluation, the possibilities are limitless. (laughs) So, Amy, I I think that's a wink and a nod um, from Darvin Ham that you could see uh, AD tomorrow, which would be huge. He was having an MVP-type year when he got hurt back on December 16th and now has missed 20 games. And also the Lakers could have their new trade addition, Rui Hachimura. Actually, it's more sure that Rui is going to play tomorrow mm-hmm. um, and with a 6-8 frame he gives the Lakers some size that they've really been missing with ADO. There's a lot of anticipation around him and his getting on the court. Uh, what are you expecting when you see him after what you know, you've know you heard or just in, in general having the chance to watch him? Yeah, I mean I honestly think Rui's value more so than what, what is he going to do, what isn't he going to do is the Lakers just need a six-eight guy. <laughs> the Lakers have been doing a lot of rotations with a lot of guards who are six-three or shorter. So they make, um, you know, a six-foot-two guard in Kendrick Nunn, who 
when the team was healthy, he wasn't playing much, into a six foot eight forward in Rui Hachimura. I mean, we saw the other night, um, you know, they they did manage to win against Memphis, one of the best teams in the West, but the whole night they're they're playing just small ball against a Grizzlies team that has a ton of length, rebounding over them, and the Grizzlies actually scored thirty nine second chance points on them, which is just absurd i mean over 20 offensive rebounds it's just when you get to that level where you're playing that much smaller than everyone else and especially some of the biggest teams in the west then you really just need size so i think Rui just at his core just helps balance the roster to um lineups where they can just get more size on the floor when they need it Kyle Goon is with us from Los Angeles after covering Clippers-Lakers. Clippers have had the Lakers number now for an extended stretch. He's with Southern California News Group. It's after hours on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, The the LeBron-led Lakers have gone 500 without Anthony Davis, and they've had a nice surge after the way they started. What's behind the way they're playing over these last 20 games? Well, I mean, one, it's LeBron. I mean, he's He's kind of reached a new level since he turned uh, 38. He's averaging, you know, 35, 36 points per game. And, Amy, I don't know how familiar you are with NBA history, uh, how, how much tinkering around you do, checking on people in year 20 who have had that kind of season. It's <laughs> never happened before. Right. It has never happened in NBA history. Um, and he's attacking, the, I mean, obviously the subtext here is he's, you know, less than 200 points away from the all-time NBA scoring record. And he's arguably still one of the 10 best players in the NBA. Um, so he's been playing really well. But I think more than that, it's just tempo. The Lakers have kind of found their answer for, um, you know, playing small with playing fast and, and using their speed. Um, they're they're one of the best transition offenses in the NBA uh, and that's really when LeBron and, and Russ can actually play together well. That was this unfigure, this this unsolvable problem last year for right, Frank Vogel. Right. How do I get Russ and LeBron to play well together? And Darvin Ham has kind of figured out the answer. Hey, if we bust our butts and and run down the court, these are two of the best transition players in the NBA. Two really fast guys. Two guys who can who can finish in transition. And that's kind of been the secret sauce for the run. I like the Darvin Ham element to this. And there was nothing wrong with Frank Vogel. He was an experienced coach. Uh, they did do some winning with him. But it feels like Darvin is the yin to LeBron's yang and just kind of the right fit with the way he handles everything, his perspective. Obviously, the fact that he played, he doesn't seem to get too high or low in terms of looking at maybe a, a couple of games in which they've lost or even a run that they put together where they've played well. He just seems to take everything in stride. And I like that kind of even keel. It seems to work really well with this group yeah and it's interesting because it should be said that Darvin's definitely had some some rookie head coach moments I mean you know there was a game that they played against Dallas where Luka Doncic hit a, a tying three-pointer for the Mavericks that in retrospect Darvin Ham said oh man I should have blitzed them <laughs> and and a lot of people were kind of watching at home being like well yeah like yeah you should have but I think to what you're saying Amy you know Darvin one is, was a player on a championship team. So as both a guy who played in the league and as a guy who won a championship in the league, he has some gravitas. And and then two, he just has 
um, this overwhelming sense of optimism and, and, and sort of hardline accountability on effort. Um, you're not going to see um, the team kind of hoofing it uh, all night long. I mean, even tonight when they lost uh, by a lot, I mean, they, they cut it to 10 and the Clippers were having a, a ridiculously good shooting night. Um, and, and they're always going to be a little competitive. I mean, uh, on Sunday, they they erased a 25-point lead against Portland. Now, they mm-hmm. shouldn't be getting that far down in the first place, <laughs> but they're going to try. They're going to compete. And, and that's one thing that, you know, LeBron and Darwin are definitely on the same page. LeBron said the other night, we're not a lay-down team. We don't give up. We don't die. We, we compete every night. That's not our problem. They may have some other problems that the roster has, <laughs> but they're going to compete every night, and Darvin Ham is – um, inevitably a, a part of that DNA. Well, there are a lot of ways in which uh, LeBron and Tom Brady's careers kind of mirror each other in terms of titles, sure, but also the fact that they set the intensity level for the team and the rest of the locker room, the guys on the court, the guys on the bench, they have no choice but to follow. You don't want to run afoul of these guys who are late in their careers trying to win titles and, of course, climbing scoring charts and setting records. And I was mentioning this er earlier, such an obscure record uh, that likely you're not going to see another player match, which is... 40 plus points against every team in the NBA. Well, Brady's got similar ones, right, Kyle? He's got, hey, a touchdown pass against every single team in the NBA. I mean, just, it's the kind of thing that you only get if you've played 20 years. So it's pretty incredible to watch. I'm wondering, I'm sure it comes up all the time, the scoring record. Uh, How much do you think it means to him? And how much do you think it means to the Lakers fans? Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I think, the way LeBron is scoring right now, you have to infer that it does mean something to him. If you talk to him directly about it, he'll tell you, oh, it's not something I shot for. <laughs> <laughs> and and to some extent, I mean, LeBron didn't come into the league known as a scorer. Um, he, he was able to score points, but then oh, as his career developed and he was trying to win, he kind of realized, hey, i got to do things that help my team, and i got to be able to score, and i got to be able to – to shoot, I got to be able to create my own shot from where I want it. Um, so I think it it does matter to him, even though he's going to be loath to admit it. Um, I think you know after he passes the record, he'll he might open up a little bit more about that. And then you know, Amy, one huge thing about LeBron, um, even though he says you know he's he's not thinking about his legacy, that's something for when he hangs it up. I mean, I think you're going to see a lot of people view LeBron perhaps with new eyes or, or be kind of pushed into a corner about looking at LeBron's legacy. You know, Dirk Nowitzki said this best last month. If, if LeBron really passes Kareem on the all-time scoring record, I'm running out of reasons to call Michael Jordan the GOAT. And I think that's kind of something wow. we're talking about that's, that's going to be really massive for LeBron's legacy. I mean, not only is he going to be the leading scorer in NBA history, he's going to pass the record while being still at 38 at year 20 of his career, one of the best players in the NBA. And that is something powerful to think about. I mean, the, the career scoring record, it's when you score your last point, you're right. You're out of gas. You're right mm-hmm. at the end. Mm-hmm. And LeBron is nowhere close to the end right now, as far as I can see. Mm. Now, I know this was last year, and it was kind of weird, the the wrinkle that was thrown out there about him wanting to play with his son when his son gets to the NBA, which would, of course, mean he's not going to retire anytime soon. 
does I'm sure his son comes up. He's at McDonald's All-American. He's picking his school. But has all of that future talk been squashed for now? No, I, I think it's actually heating up. I mean, his son <laughs> named uh, McDonald's All-American today. Right. And, um, you know, I think esteem is rising for Bronny, even though he's just six foot two. He's not, you know, as great a shooter or ball handler or distributor as dad. Um, obviously, that's a super high calling for anyone. But he's a really competent player, and I think he's going to be a really competent a uh, college player. I think I don't know if he's going to be a out of the box star, but he's going to help a team win. So it's it, his recruiting is a little uh, shadowy because the family wants it that way. <laughs> they want they want it kind of under wraps, and I'm mm-hmm. sure there's some high level uh, negotiating going on, on on what Bronny coming to your school would mean. But I actually think Bronny's sort of rise this year as a high school senior has only uh, spurred on more talk. And certainly LeBron, with his level of play remaining high, um, is is encouraging the idea that he's not going to retire for a while. So as long as his head's in it, LeBron has said, mm-hmm. as long as my mind's in it, as long as you know I can, I can kind of mentally embrace the challenge and mentally keep my discipline, I'm going to be in it. And I really think his goal is I'm going to be on the court with Bronny, and, and that's his last big thing beyond uh, trying to win another championship. Mm. It's really interesting to think about the Lakers with all their star power already. They're a major attraction, whether whether they are home or away. But can you imagine the spectacle of, A, him getting closer to that scoring record and the number of celebrities and superstars, people who only show up when it's a big thing, uh, who will be want to be on hand and be around. And then the circus, and I don't mean because of the two of them, but the circus around him playing with his son. Yeah, it's, well, certainly I'm looking at the schedule next week and, and it's going to be a madhouse. And, um, you know, I don't think he's going – like he has to score 178 points to pass Kareem. Right. I don't think he's going to do it in four games. <laughs> but, you know, in Madison Square Garden on Could January you 31st, I oh don't my know. Gosh. I can't rule it out. I'm never going to rule out anything with this man. You know, is, is he going to do it in New Orleans? You know, it's like I don't think he wants to do it in Indiana. I mean, being in Indianapolis, I'm not sure if that has the same significance for LeBron as MSG. But, you know, you can't rule anything out. I mean, this road trip, it could be the time. Um, but I think it would be pretty neat if he did it, you know, February 7th uh, against the Thunder or February 9th in a big matchup against the Bucks. Oh, my gosh. Obviously a former Kareem team. Um, Wait, so did they play on Super Bowl cool. Sunday? They do not. Okay, my gosh. Could you imagine? Holy crap. It cannot be be on Super Bowl Sunday. It cannot be. (laughs) (laughs) No worries. Your your TV airways will be clear. (laughs) Exactly. Everybody get out of the way, even you, LeBron, for just that one night. All right. I mean, it's it's building up to that, obviously, and he is going to get it with the way he's been playing. The Lakers are back in the equation in terms of playoffs and all that jazz, even though uh, we're just now in late January. So we're going to have to keep Kyle on our speed dial here. So find him on Twitter at Kyle Goon, and he covers the Lakers for the Southern California News Group. It's been a while since we've had you, so it's good to talk to you again, Kyle. Thanks so much for your insight and also the humor. Thank, thank you, Amy. Yeah, hopefully, uh, hope, hopefully we're we're in good spirits the, the deeper <laughs> this season goes out in Lakerland. We will see. Thanks so much. Bye bye.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t